We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast, uh, posted by me, John Baker. And me, sucking your gut, John Motney. What do you mean by that? Well, I was, it, was a, it was a self... Reminder. Uh, reminder, yeah. Because you're fat now. Well, you're I watch... You're a little fatty beefcake. Something happens to you when you're 34. I have not checked my mic, so this might be making people's ears bleed right now. Yeah, it looks good on the levels. And check, we look good. Yeah, something happened to my body. Um, just And it's crazy because pretty. I just I stopped exercising altogether. Well, you turned 35 in like a week and a half, so yeah. what's going to happen then? I don't know. It, I think it already happened. I think it happened a little bit early. Okay. But it's crazy. You stop exercising when you get older, and then you start getting fatter. That's weird. You wouldn't think that. You would not think that. You would not think that. Um, today, we're gonna get we're gonna get your brains fatter with some knowledge, <laughs> like the good kind, like bulk. Like you're gonna we're gonna bulk up your brains. Yeah, not, exactly. You know, because uh, we're gonna be talking about a game show called America Says. We we listen to you, America. We hear what you says. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, we've got um, a ad. Is that what you would call this? Correct. Okay. It's a sponsor. A sponsor. That's the word. Um, and I guess we'll read the sponsor. Read now. Right now. Right now. Okay. One of the most prestigious competitions in the U.S. is the Westminster Dog Show. Is that? I think that's in England, isn't it? But only purebred <laughs> dogs are allowed to compete. Leaving out a large segment of equally impressive and cute doggy woggies. Our sponsor today, the Allminster Dog Show, is the first mixed breed competition. The all-inclusive competition includes categories such as pitbull mix, floppy-eared cuddle bugs, wettest nose, biggest mutt gut. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah, you could compete. Pissy poodles, sloppiest kiss, fattest peanut butter eater, fattest, fastest, fattest peanut butter eater. I sorry. I just we I, don't dog I, shame. Sorry, here. I was accidentally looking at you when, <laughs> when I said that. The Freudian slip. Uh, fastest peanut butter liquor eater. God damn it! Fastest peanut butter eater. Aggressive liquor. Most visible terrified body shakes. Most convincing puppy eyes. Strongest clear the room dog farts. Loudest water slurper. Nastiest rat looking dog. And most inappropriately timed dry humping. All dogs are welcome to compete, and you can enroll at allminsterdogshow.bone. Come on down, listeners. will receive 5% off their enrollment fee with the code, how much is that doggy in the window? What's that? It's not for sale because you don't buy dogs from windows. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Never mind. Allminster Dog Show, because mixed breeds are beautiful too. Except chihuahuas. Fuck chihuahuas. Those, well, yeah, but chihuahuas, wouldn't they be a pure breed? Um, I guess, yeah, if it wasn't a chihuahua mix. Um... Yeah, I mean... Chihuahua mix with a bulldog? How much for that doggy in the window? I think there's a, uh, there's a, there's a pet land by my house. Pet it's land? A, it's called pet land. Okay, I've never heard of that. And then there's always these people on the corner with these signs um, saying, don't buy pets from pet land. Okay. So it's like a purebred seller? I don't know that it's a purebred seller. It's just like a pet seller they've got pets there for you to buy little dogs and cats in cages and things well, did like you that. research why well i just assumed that the people with the signs were worked for a competitor or something <laughs> they work for don't buy pets from pet land come to pet world <laughs> i don't know uh you know puppy mills people get all upset about uh, the puppy mills i don't know what a puppy mm-hmm. mill is per it's se it's like when in, before we had workers' rights, and mm-hmm. there were children working in factories. Right, that's the same thing, but it's it's puppies working. They're working in factories. In factories? Yeah, yeah, that is bad. I don't like that. I don't support that. Yeah, me either. 
I'm glad we're on the same page there. But the prices at Petland are so it's honestly, good. honestly, you can you can buy a dog for like twenty bucks. It's basically <sighs> think about how many meals you could get out of that. For twenty bucks. You're eating the dog? I mean you can imply what you want to imply from it. <laughs> uh but I think we're gonna learn what what America has to says. How are dogs eaten? Like how are they prepared? With a fork? How are they prepared? Like do you fry dog or do you put it in a stew? Me personally? Yeah. <laughs> uh I don't have that much experience with Do you sous vide your dog? <laughs> <laughs> Slow roasted. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good question that we'll have to look into mm-hmm. from some dog We'll do a fact ears. check. We do yeah. fact checks after each episode. So I don't want to accuse any like cultures or nationalities of being dog eaters. But it sounds like something the Germans would do. Slow-cooked soups. Slow-cooked soups? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's probably tough. You probably, you know, dog yeah. meat. I can't imagine it being very tender. Anyway, America Says is a game show on the Game Show Network. Uh, which makes sense yeah um there aren't that many new game shows outside of the game show network these days uh oh speaking of Mm. the the chase yeah which we've done an episode on it's back on abc in america with a new season in america on america's broadcasting company okay and uh, in addition to the uh, the three Jeopardy champions as potential chasers, they've added back in the Beast from the original Game Show Network. The, run the snarky show. smart man, yes, who embarrassed the contestants. Yes, who was married to his second cousin, who was twenty one years old when he was forty six. Mm-hmm. Hot, all in the family. Hot. They're divorced. Why did that not work out? Honestly, I don't know because it seems like it was communication. Yeah. It was just regular old she communication. She was just in it for the money. <laughs> uh, but she the chase said, is back. She said his nickname is the Beast in the TV world, but in our bedroom, it's the Mouse. The mouse. <laughs> <laughs> because whenever she sees him, she jumps up on the furniture yeah. and freaks out. Mm-hmm. But uh, just as a quick update to that, I will say so we, when we reviewed that, we criticized the host i think her name is sarah haynes mm-hmm. because um brooke burns i think is the name of the game show network host who was very good and sarah haynes was very slow and bad mm-hmm. she's really picked up the pace and she has and, yeah i've only seen there i think there's been two episodes on sunday nights so i haven't seen uh this sundays yet but in the first episode she was much faster uh okay much improved i thought and Ken Jennings was the chaser, and the people got 20, and he caught them easily. Oh it gosh. was quite impressive. Uh, this game show, America Says, is a little bit less trivia-intensive and intense. I would say a little less entertaining as well. Oh, all right. A little spoiler. Less fun. Wow. Less just... Less better. Well, I'm going to give you a quick. Uh, I told my wife, mm-hmm. my wife, that yeah. we were doing America Says today, and she and said, she said, "You're and you didn't ask me for my opinion." And I said, "Well, what's your opinion?" And she said, "It's the best." <clears throat> that was her opinion. Okay, it's you know we sort of opened up a Pandora's box situation by I think you did. Just mentioning her on the podcast. So now I think she might feel like... She's a part of it. We do a segment just called Erica's Opinion, (laughs) maybe. And so... uh, Because it seems like this train has left the station. Well, I was driving over here today Mm -hmm. from my house to your house where we record this. Mm -hmm. And I was behind this car. And this car on the rear window had some of those window stickers, you Mm -hmm. know, that trashy people have on their cars. Um. And one of them, it, it was the, the keep, you know, the keep calm and carry on thing. Sure. But it said, keep calm and wash your hands because... COVID? I assume so, which... What if they're just a hand-washing maybe, advocate? Maybe. But also next to that was one that just said, I heart my wife. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I wish I had that on my car. Who do you think bought that? The wife or the husband? Um, or the 
other wife. <laughs> the other wife? I mean, if it's a lesbian couple. Oh, okay, fair. Um, I don't want to... I would buy it for myself. I wish I could find it. It's sold out everywhere. <laughs> I tried, trust me. Honestly, if you loved your wife enough, you would make your own. And oh. you wouldn't just let... It being sold out, stop you. Right, but you know the thing about the lumber and the microchip shortages? It applies to stickers. And how so? As, as what, what? And how so? It's the same thing. It's, they're just short. They're just, So because the, chip, short. because the chips are... Is, the chips that make the uh, plastic for stickers, mm-hmm. they're out of them. So... The chips themselves make the plastic. Right. Like they, they, they control the computers that make the plastic. Okay, this is making a little more and sense. And so they reprioritize, like with the, with the microchip shortage, they had to reprioritize mm-hmm. where we put in our microchip. We got to put them on the cancer curing machines and stuff like that instead. So, right. You know, I get it. Cancer curing it's machines. A, listen, it's a bummer. I listen, if I, if, if just a few more thousand people died from cancer mm-hmm. so I could get one of these I Heart My Wife stickers for my car, I would make that trade. You but would. They, won't, they don't want to listen. And that's valiant of you. Oh, well, I think about it. Like uh, Pete Davidson, mm-hmm. he traded his dad to be famous. And that okay. So you think that he actually made a a deal with the devil? I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not accusing him of making any deals with the devil. I'm just saying, would he be famous if his dad didn't die in 9/11? I think people should be able to make deals with the devil, but I think it should be like alcohol. You have to be 21 to do it because okay. if kids were able to make deals with the devil. I think they would do silly things the, like that and trade their parents for fame or well, if they if they had sure, just, but you're, just a thousand more TikTok followers. Right. But think about it. You're 34 right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, are you telling me that if we could say, oh, your dad's going to be at the mall when there's a mass shooting and he's going to get killed, but you're going to be able to talk about it on the podcast and gain fame because of, I don't know, your gun control position and be funny <laughs> about it. You wouldn't make that trade? I mean, how funny is the gun control position? It's pretty funny. Okay, well, I mean... I mean, I wish my dad died in 9-11. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Think about, like, those Parkland kids. They could probably have successful comedy careers now. Oh, my God. Anyway, America says... America says, move on. <laughs> uh, it premiered in June 2018 on the Game Show Network. June what? June 24th on my birthday or do nope. we have a specific date? It was like the 17th or something like that. Okay, so a day before my wedding uh, anniversary. Okay, you've got these all these numbers really knocked down here. You, you've got a, like kind Rain- of a monopoly on June, dude. I'm like Rain Man. Like somebody <laughs> drops toothpicks and I go, June 18th. <laughs> You're like Rain Man in that you know two dates and that's the answer for everything. <laughs> june 18th is this coming friday we're like you know how rain man is like a real little messed up but really smart this person is just a little messed up this <laughs> really really messed up and a little smart <laughs> yeah a little bit of an inverse relationship mm-hmm. so america says it is um a reworking of family feud basically is the best way i can reworking is a very it. nice word that you use there and not rip off is what complete you're copy say. yeah, yeah. So, it's instead of families, it's just two teams of four competing against each other. With um, a loose connection sometimes. Yeah, and they, they always have a team name that describes whatever their um, connection mm-hmm. is. Like, the poker players or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we play poker together sometimes. <laughs> and it's cause They're it's not just, even just really good friends. It's just like a group of friends or coworkers or something like that, so... Whatever team name they can have that describes that relationship, they go for it. What was that? What would ours be if we were on? Ours would be. I the, guess we would have to have four people, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you, me, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. And uh, Jack Nicholson. Um, it would be the the suave debonairs. <laughs> That's what we would call it. Okay. And I think um, we would do, I think that's a good team makeup. I think we'd do really well. Absolutely. Jack Nicholson would be super drunk, but he would know a lot of, if there was any sort of Hollywood trivia. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would be able to fly us there. <laughs> the red zone is for loading and unloading only. Um, so there are two teams of four and they're, they ask America questions. Mm-hmm. So kind of like 
Family Feud, we asked 100 people, blah, blah, blah. It's not we asked 100 people. It's just we asked a shit ton of people. <clears throat> and the top seven answers are always up on the board. The The difference is there's no, like, uh, it's not one puzzle at a time for both teams to compete over, really. Each team gets their own puzzle. <clears throat> so it starts on one team. And you have 30 seconds to go down the line in order, basically, of giving guesses of what's up on the board. The other big difference is that you get the first letter of the answer up on the board. Or, and, or of the word. If it's a two or three word, you get yeah. uh, the first letter of each word up there. And the corresponding length. Right. You, there's, a, there's a blank space, so you can kind of see if it's a longer word or a shorter word. So you have a little bit more clue to Very generous. what what is up there. But it's still hard somehow, generally. Yeah. Um, you'd think like, oh, that, that would be so much easier. Like, who's America's, you know, if I, when I think of a football team, I think of blank. Mm-hmm. And then you'll think like, oh, you know, Cowboys, Packers, Giants, whatever. But then there will be like, there's always seemingly one or two answers to a category that you have to like think about the question in a completely different way than you thought about it yeah like it will have some like european soccer team that people gave as the answer for football team because that's what they call it there or something like that how is that america says because there are some people unfortunately in america Mm -hmm. that give a shit about that sort of stuff really yeah it's a bummer the, that those ones that are difficult remind me they're similar to the last one in Jeopardy that is worth like two points. What? The difficult answer, the one that's oh, you don't really think of. Right. The one that's only worth a couple points is the one that corresponds to this. Right. From Jeopardy. You mean uh, from Family Feud? Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeopardy is a completely different type. No, no, no. Of the ones that are a hundred points. <laughs> yeah, those are all. They never make I was, sense. I was real confused. So you've got thirty seconds. Um, if you answer correctly, you keep going. If you miss, it passes on to the next person in your team, and so on for thirty seconds. If you speak out of turn, like if I get it right and you're expecting me to miss it or whatever, mm-hmm. and you give an answer, yeah, five second deduction right there. Which is a huge amount of time. Which is huge because, that, I mean, you've only got 30 seconds. And sometimes you do that multiple times because you're dumb. Uh, or because some person, like, doesn't know it's their turn, so they just sit there, like, staring blankly. Or they don't realize, like, oh, I should just say gobbledygook, and then it'll pass to the next person instead of me yeah. wasting eight seconds Unless with my jaw open. an answer to the question. And it might be. And then you've yeah. got to go again. That's What's a problem. fun word to say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That is that's one of the most popular categories. So there's you've you've got thirty seconds. However many you know you get correct in the first round, you get a hundred points per word that you get correct. So if you got five out of the seven, mm-hmm. now the other team has a chance to steal points for if they can guess the remaining words, and they go until they miss. So they like Family Feud have had their little time to huddle and discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they give what their answer might be. If they're right, they keep going. If they're wrong, that's it for that board. Game and, over. and then they reveal to the audience what those words that we missed were. Yeah. And sometimes I like... Uh, so this this game show is hosted by um, John Michael, Michael Murray. John Michael Higgins. Yep. Who is actually Chad Michael Murray's dad. <laughs> <laughs> John Michael Higgins, who does a great job. I think he's really good at hosting this show. Mm-hmm. He's probably most well-known from the Christopher Guest movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Best in Show, A Mighty Wind. Waiting um, for Guffman? No, I think Best in Show was the first one that he was in. Uh, for Your Consideration, I think that was after those other two. Okay. but And he's also well-known for the Pitch Perfect series, I would say, where he he and Elizabeth Banks are the announcers of the oh. acapella competitions okay yeah i did i did not see those movies you didn't Mm-mm. the first one was good 
The second one was okay. The third one was terrible. <laughs> That's my quick review of the Pitch Perfect trilogy. Yeah. And how uh, many buzzers would you give Pitch Perfect? One. I would give Pitch Perfect one, like three and a half to four buzzers. Okay. And then Pitch Perfect three, I would not buzz. At all. Zero buzzers. Vuvuzela. I give it one Vuvuzela. <laughs> the most annoying type That's of buzzer. That's the only buzz it gets. So, and he was also in um, the HBO movie The Late Shift about um, the the contentious switch from Johnny Carson to Jay Leno on The Tonight Show. He played David Letterman. Okay. In that. But he was he was a um, uh, an acapella singer in college. And so that's he he works out well for the for the pitch perfect thing. And also he, uh, like in a mighty wind, he did a lot of the arrangements for the music in oh, cool. in that movie because he's got uh, such a strong musical background. Anyway, John Mike Liggins, I think he's a good host. He interacts well with the teams. He keeps the game moving. He doesn't he doesn't have you know if we're comparing it to Family Feud. Steve Harvey will stop that game down. Because he's a selfish man who wants spotlight, to spotlight. take it in. Put it on me. John Michael Higgins is just here for us to entertain us. I think he does a good job interacting with the teams, interacting with the audience, etc. So this, like I said, this premiered in June 2018. There are already in 330 episodes of this show. They go hard. And because says. it's not 1950, we have access to every single one of them. This is America, and this is what we says. Give us access. <laughs> and uh, so, the like I said, the first round was 100 points. Each team gets their, their own turn, and then their opportunity to steal if the other team uh, didn't complete it. If you do complete it, <clears throat> you get a 1,000-point bonus. So you get 1,700 points in the first round. Um, second round... Points are doubled to 200 and a 2,000 point bonus. And then the third round, which is the final round, 300 and 3,000 if you get them all. So there's the opportunity for a lot of points there. And they in the third round, the team that is ahead always goes first. So that it can be like if the team who is in second, they'll know exactly how many points they will need Ooh. to win. Or if the team in first like runs the board, then the team in second just doesn't get to go at all. Yeah, you're out. You lose. Sorry, you you don't know how to you no. don't know how to you're, tap you're, into. You're the, not good enough at this game. The vein of America. You don't know what America says. That's true, and some some other team might know what America says. You you get the you get the coveted America don't says trophy when you lose. America is silent. America's silent. America mourns. <laughs> so the winning team wins a thousand dollars to split amongst them evenly mm, snooze fest for 250 each mm -hmm. or i don't know maybe if like maybe they vote on afterwards like who did the best and what percent should they get and like if you sucked you get only 10 percent. that sounds so complicated i think i feel like you would have to have that conversation before you go into the game what do you show? think jack and kareem would do with us I think that Nicholson would say, uh, you guys take it. I don't need it. I'm rich, old, and, and I'm happy. Uh -huh. Kareem would try and uh, finish his pilot's license. Okay. And I think you and I would just split it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. I'd probably take a little more. but um, I mean, we would have to vote. It's a democracy. Right. And, um, and I would, I'm persuasive. I would already be... Whispering in Kareem's ear, getting oh, him on shit. my side. How did you get up to Kareem's ear to whisper into it? You know, I have a couple of step stools that I keep <laughs> smart. on me. So, in addition to winning the $1,000, you go to the bonus round where you can win $15,000. Now, are you interested? Uh, I mean, a little more. I can buy... It's like almost $4,000 a person. I can buy, like, one door of a used car at this point. Because of the chip shortage? Because of the Well, that's because of the lumber shortage, because cars oh, okay. are made out of wood, you fucking I'm idiot. sorry. And uh, so you go to the bonus round. The bonus round is 60 seconds. And there are four questions. And each question uh, has an increasing amount of answers. So instead of 
the, the seven answers that we have up. The first question, you only need the top answer. The second question, you need the top two answers. Mm. The third question, top three. And the fourth question, top four. So overall, you have to give 10 answers in 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> it goes around the, the same sort of way as the regular round, where if you get it correct, you keep going. Unless it's like the, the last one mm -hmm. of a round. Then the next round starts with the next person in line. But they're not standing <clears throat> in a straight line this time. They're now... They're kind of in a semicircle In sort of a point. crescent moon situation. In, yes, in the middle of the stage because there's no four other idiots that we have to fit right. in frame. <clears throat> so yeah, they're in a crescent moon situation. And in the middle of them is a skip button. And once, one time, in the bonus round, you, anybody on your team, if you feel like you're getting hung up or taking too long can reach out and press that skip button and we go to the next question but then we have to come back to this one at the end of course the time um once you complete a category or skip the time stops until the next question is read okay and you're ready to give your answer there and if you if you don't skip and you're on the fourth one you you can't skip now because there's nothing to what, what are you to. skipping to right there's nowhere to skip to so no no skipping on round four yeah and if you're able to get all 10 across those four questions <laughs> god bless you mm. skip if you're able to get all 10 you win the fifteen thousand dollars and usually i mean the number one answer for the first question if you don't knock that out in two seconds you're behind pace at this point in time You've got to get that one right off the bat. It's crucial. And I mean, the good teams, they're they're on to the third question with 52 seconds left or so. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of times you'll see people get to the fourth question with the four answers with like 30 seconds and they cannot get those four answers. They're tough. Out. They're tough. It seems to progressively get harder. And... And yeah, again, you end up with these situations a lot of times where the the question has some little vagary to it that you're not thinking of, and your first couple answers are rapid fire right there, and you keep thinking along that line of thought mm -hmm. because that's where your brain got you. Like it might be, I'm trying to think of, a, of what a good example of something like that would be, but it would be like... Um, when I think of things that are hot, I think of, and you may say like, oh, the sun, um, a heater, mm -hmm. and then one of the answers might be like Jennifer Lawrence or something like that, yeah. which you're not thinking of the word hot yeah. in that tense or whatever. Yeah, right. So that's where people seem to get hung up a lot, I feel like. I noticed that another thing that really screws people is if there are multiple answers with this that start with the same letter yes because now once you said the first one all people have in their brain that starts with s is sun right sun, sun. Oh, it's, uh. and then when people can't think they just keep saying sun over and over they keep saying words that are that they've already said i mean it which is a fine strategy for passing basically yeah but that's that's it that's the game if you get all of those, you win 15,000 smackaroonies. And if you're playing with Jack Nicholson, that's even more people, more money per person because right. he's, like, he's not taking a cut as uh, he has promised us. <laughs> yeah. And and this show, like I said, it is um, derivative of Family Feud. I mean, it's a straight ripoff. I would say inspired by Family Feud. Oh my gosh. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's a ripoff of Family Feud. But it, in my opinion, at this point of what Family Feud is, because the Game Show Network also does a lot of Family Feud reruns still. And I would rather watch an America Says rerun than a Steve Harvey Family Feud rerun. Really? Yes. What you're getting from this is, first of all, I think a significant amount of additional gameplay. Because people are giving rapid fire answers over 30 seconds instead of like, 
Alright, Mark, so tell me what you do. What? I never heard of a chicken clucker before. What's a ch what? A chicken clucker? He's like, I said, uh, chicken plucker. Oh, chicken plucker. Yeah, I thought you said clucker. It's like, okay, what's the game? What's <laughs> happening here? This person has had 45 seconds to think of their answer. <laughs> and uh, so you get a lot more gameplay. You get, you know, six puzzles of seven answers across three rounds. So you're getting, you know, 42 potential answers before you get to the bonus round of this TV show. So playing along at home, I, it's it's more fun, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's pretty enjoyable. Like I said, I think John Michael Higgins is a good host. It's on season four now. Season four just started uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago maybe, end of May. And of course, it's uh, it's a little coveted up now. They've got the team members all spaced out from each other instead of just behind like one little podium Ugh. they've all got their individual podiums which again these people probably flew here together or like you know splitting hotel rooms but on stage they've got to be five feet apart from each other or whatever it is yes uh for safety illusions it's in it's order like the to TSA. keep up the facade that this uh, disease kills people whoa that's right. a facade it's a facade wow that's a Fauci said it he said it in well, his emails what, banned from youtube he said it in his emails uh you know america says they're they're dumb wow and no, i mean that's true he was right about that well mostly i would say mostly he's right about that and he said that they're fake so yeah, they're spread out now. That's the main difference. However, that does affect the steel portion of the game. Because in the first three seasons of this show, they, you know, the people kind of huddle together family feud style mm. when the other team is going through their 30 seconds. And so they've kind of discussed what we think might be up there. And then the person on the end kind of acts as the spokesperson to, much like in Family Feud, give what those answers are. Yeah. But in this, they're not allowed to huddle up together anymore. So now on the steel portion, they go down the line one at a time like they would kind of in the regular round just without the timer going. Man. So that's a little bit of a change. And also in the, in the bonus round, everybody is all spread out again. So instead of there being one skip button in the middle, everybody has their own podium with a skip button on it. But oh my gosh. you can still only use it one time per team. What if multiple people hit it at the same time? Well, then we just skip. It's an extra hard skip. Yeah, we skip two. <laughs> so if there's only one category left, you're right back at this one. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that's basically the show. There's we we talked about, and this is going to be very controversial. I I debated even bringing this up because oh of gosh. what this could do to us uh, as a society. But you as, didn't have a second. As a country. A second uh, guess as to... A second of hesitation as to talking about wanting your dad dead in 9-11. Uh, no, why would I? Fame. You said I get fame, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, dad. Go climb a tower. Go cl oh, so now he One is... One of the twin towers, okay. I mean. No, he's not like King Kong. He's not King Kong. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so... Here's the controversy here. There has been one team... In America Says History, to have a perfect game. So Meaning, does that mean that did the team ever, other team ever get to go? They Yeah, they got to go because there's always two, oh, two per, per round. Okay. So each team has their chance. But they, round one, they got all seven right, $1,000 bonus, $1,700. Round two, they got all seven right, uh, $2,000 bonus, $3,400. Right. Round three, all seven right. There's a little fly thing flying around me. Uh, they got all seven right. $3,000 bonus, $5,100. Mm -hmm. Or points. There's, no, there's not dollars, unfortunately. No. That would be sick. But no, it's just points. Um, and so they got every single one right. They stole an additional 200 points from 
the other team. Okay. So they had like 8,000 something points. And normally to win this show is like three or 4,000. Yeah. And they had over 8,000. So they won, I think, pretty easily. And then they also swept the bonus round to get every single question right on America Says. I mean, I smell cheating. Well, here's what you should smell. The team? Who was this team that went on America Says and knew exactly what America said every single time? Producers. What was this team called? The Canadians. So some dumbass Canadians came into our land. I told you this was going to be controversial. And said... I don't know if the people at home are ready to hear this. Yeah, we know what Canadian... We know what Americans say. I don't think that's accurate. Well, what if... What if there was a show called Canada Says? And we went on there and then because of our perspective, we would just know that every answer was a boot and hoser and sorry. Mm-hmm. So, do you think we would win based on our knowledge? Well, that's only Canada that's says? only three. So we're missing about twenty different. Canada is a very small country. They don't say that much. They say so much. Canada is a giant country, right? Fewer people, population wise, sure, right. So they don't say that much. Okay. Um, or like they say like some French shit, which I'm sorry, guys, but this is I don't. This is America. I think Americans would know the French shit part this, though. This is North America. Uh huh. And uh, we don't do that French shit here. Montreal. Quebec. Right. GTFO. Go back to... Et les go back to Les incompletos. What was that French phrase in uh, Home Alone? Oh, les incompetents. It means the incompetent. Yeah. Yeah. Les incompetents. Is that, would that be us on Canada? That girl Canada was says? so mean. That girl was so mean to her Oh, I thought you were going to say hot. She what? What? What did you say? I thought you were going to say hot. Nope. Okay. I, Buzz's girlfriend. Ew, woof. So, yeah. Canadians somehow won America Says. Like, they know what America says. I don't know. This is... I was having uh, this conversation the other day. Uh, speaking of things that other countries say. Mm -hmm. I like that show. I would go on to that other show. Other countries says. Other countries says. <laughs> So I don't know if you've run into this issue as much as I have. Um, I've got a lot of um, streaming services. That's how I kind of consume media. Uh-huh. Okay. on streaming services. So I've got, you know, Netflix and Amazon and Amazon. Hulu. Okay. And all of those. And I'm finding more and more that I'll be going on there just looking for something to watch. What looks interesting, you know? And I see something, and I, you know, it's got it's got an interesting sounding title and little synopsis, and you know, whatever the uh, the cover image has captured me a little bit. Okay. And then it's in some other fucking language that I don't know. I've never once experienced this. Oh, you're not looking enough. And there's shows that people talk about now that are like popular in the culture. Okay. That are not in American or English. American. They're not even in English. What I guess, like um, the uh, if we there was an American language, it would just be like <laughs> cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers, <laughs> farting noises. <laughs> Mostly farting noises, I think. Um, yeah, no. So the dark on Netflix is one. It's quite popular. It's like Danish or some shit. Okay. It's like. Um, I don't, it's it's billed as like a more adult Stranger Things. This has Christian Bale and Heath Ledger. Uh, no, I think that's uh, The Dark Knight. Yep, that's what it corrected okay. it. Yeah, no. This is just The Dark on Netflix. And uh, there's another one. Our friend Jeremy mm -hmm. texted me just the other day. Okay. And he said, Lupin is really good. I think it's a show about like... Um, Lupus. A, a werewolf or something like that. A werewolf? Yeah. That's like him going through high school? Yeah, and it's starring Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and Chad Michael Murray. And it's uh he's like, Oh, it's really good. And I was like, Is that in English? And he said, No, it's dubbed. I'm not gonna watch a fucking dubbed show, it's first of all. Dubbed? Dubbed. So it's like all the original Godzilla movies 
where people are going, wah, 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 yeah. and then they're like, yes. Like, I can't watch that. I can't watch dub. I think that would be live too action program distracting for me as well. Exactly. Aside from uh, Power Rangers, because you can't see their mouths moving anyway. But they speak with their hands. They do the physical body language. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is becoming more and more popular. And I keep seeing, oh, this popular Netflix show, and it's like from Spain or something. And I, I don't know. For like, I don't have a problem watching um, foreign movies with subtitles. But I don't know that I can invest like an entire series worth of reading subtitles. Yeah. And I don't want to watch something dubbed because it's not right, man. You haven't even tried it, though. It's not right. Have you even tried it? I've seen the old Godzillas, and they look dumb. And some of these dubbed shows I've watched the trailer for, and they try to like disguise it in the trailer most of the time, too. Like There's just a voiceover happening, and so you're not seeing the people speaking. Yeah. But then when they do speak, I'm like, that's wrong. I don't... That's, <laughs> that's wrong. wrong. There was a show on um, Apple TV Plus that looked interesting, and it was some like Israeli show, and I knew that, but I guess I just thought that it would be in English. Okay. And I started watching the first episode and I didn't understand what they were saying. Um At because all. it was in Israeli. Is that the language? Um <laughs> no, Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> Hebrew is the language. Israeli is the name yeah, of they were Israeli, but it was in Hebrew. And I was like, well, so we watched like 5 minutes like thinking like maybe just this part is in a foreign language and then it's yeah. going to get to the English bits that I understand. And no, I just, it's just hard to commit to a full series. We in should, a foreign language. I think that there's a, uh, some opportunity here to maybe write a come on down blog post. I searched the best dubbed shows. Okay. Only thing that's coming up Dub is step. anime. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like a cartoon you can get by with the dubbing because it's cartoons doing cartoon shit anyway. Like their mouths rarely are perfect with the, you know, vocals. Right. So you can get by with it. But live action, I like if I'm watching a show and it's an English language show and like the sync is slightly off, that drives me fucking crazy. Like if I see their lips start to move half a second before the yeah. sound comes out that drives me insane i don't know how i could do that when their lips are just doing completely different nonsense things not well and when you say nonsense you just mean that they're speaking a different language as somebody who says america who who is america says <laughs> it's nonsense to me and that's what matters america says american yes would be a more specific title yeah so that's why these, I don't know, these streaming services, like, I, I appreciate the effort, and I'm sure the people in Danish, Denmark, maybe, and Spain, and Israel, appreciate having content that is in their native language, but I don't, and I'm American. Right. So, sorry, guys. And that takes precedence. America says. That's what this is all about. You guys do what America says. Yeah. And as America... And only English is ever spoken in every instance of conversation in America. Right. Exactly. If I had my druthers. <laughs> What's a druther, do you think? Um, I assumed it was kind of like a drone, maybe. Yeah, that's what it is. That's right. Like, that's exactly it would be it. some sort of a drone that would fly around and it would say your message to people. Mm -hmm. And so they're constantly being bombarded mm -hmm. with, speak American, English speak only American. at the table. Yeah. 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 So yeah, this has been our my little xenophobic rant about Netflix. <laughs> because some of these shows look good and I just don't think I can commit to that. And yet you have not even tried. I don't think I can. There's so much other stuff out there. I'm I'm involved in so much stuff. I mean It's also kind of rude cuz you're sort of just telling Jeremy, you're like, fuck you, I don't I don't trust your opinion. Correct, yeah. I mean I'll I'll say that to his face. <laughs> he won't watch Breaking Bad, so 
okay, that that does make me trust him a little bit less. See? <laughs> yeah. What's his reasoning for that? He can't understand it? Uh, yeah, he only speaks It's not Hebrew. in Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Well, had to get a nice anti-Semitic zinger in here. Um, yeah, I don't know. He says he's tried and is not interesting. I mean, the same thing happened with me in Game of Thrones. Well, people. some people say that Game of Thrones is one of the most entertaining and people don't like the action-packed show of all time yeah but they don't action like packed season. and you know rape packed it is yeah which i guess you could call action but i wouldn't because action is more of a positive connotation to it okay and rape doesn't have that for you no no not watching okay. it what about incest because you get that right off the bat episode one that's right but they're hot is it really that's incest? Is they're good looking that is a good point and I've argued that many times <laughs> with many courts of law. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I get it. You, you you, like to make a big deal about how you didn't watch Game of Thrones. I just have to say I kind of understand Jeremy in this instance. I don't <clears throat> understand what he specifically is talking about because Breaking Bad is one of the best shows I've ever watched Correct. in my entire life. Obviously. But I, I can see someone saying the same thing to me. I'm watching The Sopranos for the first time right now. I'd never seen The Sopranos. One before. of a, another great show. Uh, have you seen it all? Mm-hmm. We we are on a um, season three right now. Okay. So I guess we're about like halfway through it. So he's doing like all the wild kooky stuff, and him and his therapist are going on road trips and. Uh, mostly road trips. Yeah. It's 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 a very road trip based show. It's very right? strange. Honest, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you know, he's just doing some that stuff. Is an example of an action-packed show. Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people getting murdered and stuff. We just, I mean, we just watched like the first episode of season three, and it was really poorly edited. It was kind of annoying. It it annoyed me. Did you look up who the director or editor was? Uh, no, but Erica and I talked about it as we were watching it. Like, who the fuck directed this? <laughs> this is so weird. It's because they're they're like the uh, the FBI is trying to bug uh, the Soprano residents, and there's just a lot of weird cuts between like the FBI speaking to like, and they're like, yeah, well, we've got to put this thing in the house. When are we doing it? Tomorrow. Cut. See Tony Soprano in his bathrobe in the driveway, like getting the newspaper, and it's like, oh, I get it because it's tomorrow now. <laughs> but it was just so abrupt and weird feeling. Yeah. You're like what? Um. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I don't think it's as good as Breaking Bad or The Wire or maybe even Mad Men. But wow, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, America says that The Sopranos is a good show, so that's why I watched it. Right. And because there's a movie coming out in September, and I want to have seen the show so that I can watch. Who's playing the lead character? So it's a prequel. So it's like more, it's when uh, Tony Soprano's like dad was okay. more running things. I think it's set in the 70s. And then um, uh, Gandolfini's son, who is like 20 years old, is playing Tony Soprano as uh, like a 20 year old or a teenager or whatever. Okay. So I think it'll I think it'll work. Maybe. Does he look like his dad? I don't know. I haven't really looked him up. I'm I'm afraid that I'm going to be disappointed in what he looks like. <laughs> but I mean, you have to also consider like does he look like what his dad would have looked like 20 years before The Sopranos started? Does he? You've looked him up, I think. I mean, kind of. Hey man, that's that's I mean, there are going to be other people playing different characters that are probably look uh less similar like Corey Stoll is playing uncle junior you're showing me now uh yeah i mean, i wish his nose was a little he's kind of got his dad's nose but i wish it was a little more on 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 the nose if you will it, it i mean it'll do pig it'll do yeah but i mean it's fine we can't resurrect james gandolfini I what mean, if we hologrammed him? If we could. 
Would you trade your dad dying in 9-11 for James Gandolfini to still be alive? So I'm basically just trading the life of my father for an actor to right. make a movie good? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I would. I mean, I knew, I thought that was the obvious answer. I just wanted to make sure right. that you were on board there. Um, you know, in fact, I would trade all of my family and all of my friends. For James, including me? Mm-hmm. For James Gandolfini yeah. to be alive so that he could do a movie? Correct. And he would also have to do the podcast with me. Oh, okay. That's fair. And it would be called um, uh, Watch, Watch, Bang, Bang. And we would only watch uh, gangster movies. Or mm-hmm. we, would, we would review movies about uh, gangsters. Uh-huh. And we would also go in undercover into actual gangs and come back and report our experience. Some serious field reporting. Do you think field reporting that makes it's and it's also feel good. Feel good reporting. Feel good field reporting. Okay. I'd listen to that. I mean, I would be dead, but Mm -hmm. otherwise I would. We would make sure the signal's strong enough to get to heaven. Okay. (laughs) The signal on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, America says, getting back to the the actual game show at the heart of this discussion, mm-hmm. I I think it's good. How would you make it better if you if you had your drone flying around telling people how you would make it better? <laughs> what would that druther be saying? <laughs> if words aren't guessed in the first round, and the other team has the opportunity to steal points, right. I think that those answers should be worth more points and not okay. the same denomination. Okay. And I think that you should make it Jeopardy. You mean Family Feud again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should make it Jeopardy. Yeah, Jeopardy's better anyway. <laughs> so let's just make it Jeopardy. What do you think of John Michael Higgins? What do you think of his performances? It those? hurt my heart. You didn't like it? No. Uh, well, no, he was fine. Okay. I agree. I think he moved it along. But seeing him in... You want to see him doing bigger and better things than this? I just want to see him with you know the the wires off and there's just such a kid friendly vibe that hosts have to have yeah that all i can think of is him in best in show doing these really funny characters right. and not not feeling constricted by the um you know constraints of daytime television you want him talking about 911 I would love for him to be talking about 9-11 and 8-11 and June 18th. What's 8-11, though? What's 8-11? Yeah. Um, it's basically uh, 3-11 in th- times 3 to the third. But Minus be- 1. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh, now I understand. Thank you for clarifying. I told you I'm like a not a great rain man. <laughs> Bad Rain Man. Bad Rain Man. You're the Drizzle Man. What's yeah? <laughs> drizzle Man. That also sounds like a, a poor name of somebody who's has some issues. They need, to t- <laughs> they need to tend to. They're not a. They're not a powerful shooter. <laughs> drizzle Man. Mm-hmm. That would be. That's the uh, spinoff of um, what's the Matt Parker uh, uh, Orgasmo. Okay. Yeah. Orgasmo and Drizzle Man. Drizzle Man. Okay. That's, that's the next that's the next movie from the creators of South Park. How would you make it better? Um well, I would get rid of the COVID theater in the in the new season. But I don't know, to be fair, I you guess You have the power to make this show better with anything you want, and instead of making COVID go away. Right. You decided to just, let's remove the restrictions that are in place for safety. Right, because here's why. Let me tell you something about this show. Okay. This show, when it premiered on the Game Show Network in 2018, mm-hmm. June, not your birthday or your anniversary. Okay. Probably. I don't know the exact date. But unlikely that it's either of those two dates. And what date is it? June. So it premiered, and this show, let me tell you, the, in the time slot that it was in on Game Show Network, 26% ratings boost. And in women 25 to 54, 
which by the way, my wife falls into that category. Okay. Just barely. Uh, 40% ratings improvement. So women... This means that 40% more people are watching this channel when America Says is on? Yes. Okay. Adult women specifically fucking love this show. Why? Uh, what is it about this show? This, this, this cut rate garbage Jeopardy, but family feud show. <laughs> what is it? About? I don't understand Sorry, I what's so appealing about this. Um, I don't know. I like it. I like playing along with it. I like yelling at the TV because also um, it's one of those shows where I think you can feel smarter than people easily. Okay. Because you don't have to actually be smart to get a lot of these answers right. But if your brain just happens to get you there, you'd be you're yelling at the screen, Pizza! Pizza! God, you're so fucking stupid, pizza! And then they guess pizza and it's not it, and you're And like, that's basically what my wife is yelling at me uh most of the time mm-hmm. anyway. And I imagine most women twenty five to fifty four. So it's the good news for me is she can vent that at a group of poker players yeah. on the TV in and leave me alone for 30 minutes. So maybe it's the husbands of women 25 to 54 are somehow doing reverse psychology or propping it up to their wives to watch so that they can get 30 minutes of peace. Yeah, I think I think that's pro- probably pretty accurate, but I think to my point if you get rid of the COVID theater, look, look at all the people we're influencing to say, hey, America's back, baby. America says, open the fuck up. Let's do this. We're back. We're proud. We're here. We're queer. It's June. All of America says it's, it's June. June. Yeah, we should be because if you, like, I don't know why we don't have a rainbow-colored podcast logo right now i'm frankly fucking sick about it you control that what you were in charge of that you have access to change that honestly i have no idea who who's in charge of that or how that Mm -hmm. could be done but if you don't have rainbows right now then i think you're a little homophobic Mm -hmm. so we are homophobic because we don't have rainbows no, listen. I wish we could. I wish we could. I mean, I feel like it's not hard to do. All right, I'm gonna give this show a uh, three and a half buzzers out of five. What about you? I'm gonna go two and a half. Two and a half. All right. Only because the host is very funny in previous things that he's done. Yeah. I enjoy watching him, uh-huh. and he's not bad, but he is neutered. I don't want to see a neutered Chad Michael Murray. You should check out Pitch Perfect 1 because he's good in it and it's a pretty decent movie. Maybe I will. All right. America says to watch it based on the box office receipts. (laughs) Receipts. I'm just saying. So this has been uh, another episode of America's most uh, queer-friendly podcast. Come on down. The game but show not, podcast. But not in any sort of way that we can show physically or visually. I just, I honestly. Just trust us. That's what you're saying. Just, you, you're going to have to. I mean. There's literally no other way. What did, Aladdin, what did, what did Aladdin say to Jasmine? Do you trust show me? Show me the world. Oh. What did Jack say to Rose? I'll never let go. Do you trust me? Well, no, Rose said she'd never let go right before yeah. letting go. But I also said the wrong thing for Aladdin, so I need okay. to keep that trend okay, alive. Good. Um, yeah, I I thought that, I think this show's good. I watch it a lot because mm-hmm. it's on um, every day at like five, and my wife's making dinner, so I'm sitting there doing nothing. So I'll have it on. She likes it, having it on, mm-hmm. and if that keeps her making dinner, then cool. I feel like you're not going to get great dinners for the next week. <laughs> it's going to be a struggle. <laughs> All right. Uh, check us out at comeondownshow.com or at comeondownshow on Instagram. And um, 
tell people about this show. Yeah. Why aren't you? What the say, fuck? Uh, say, tell gay people. Say, hey, uh, come on down and let me drizzle on you. All right. I'm going to work on figuring out how to get a rainbow flag behind our faces. Okay. Behind our faces? Well, because the logo is our faces. Oh, okay. So if we have a rainbow flag behind it, then people will know. So you're not doing this some is sort a, of surgery this is a safe space. where we're taking our faces off. And putting a rainbow flag underneath <laughs> and swapping faces in the process. <laughs> Which will also somehow make our voices be the same and make our heights change. Please do not try and understand any sort of <laughs> uh, movie with that gentleman in it, Nick Cage, because it's not going to be fun and it's going to take away from you shutting your brain off and watching some of the most magnificent train wrecks. I watched The Rock the other night. In Sin- oh, when he's banging his 13-year-old wife. Uh, I don't know that I. I'm pretty that sure his wife in that movie is. Well, first of all, she's young. his fiance because he gets her pregnant and she makes her him marry her. Okay. And yeah, did I think this is probably an unrealistic goal for scientist version of Nick Cage? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But we will talk to you guys next week about any other Nick Cage movie that's on our minds. Until then, America says... Vampires kiss.